0: Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another edition of 10,000 Pitchers presented by our good, good friends over at Stimulus Athletic. There are so many local, national, even worldwide soccer clubs who utilize Stimulus Athletic for their game gear and on and off the field apparel. You just look at the Anguilla National Team, you look at local teams like Turbo Sports FC and Vlora, teams nationwide like Tulsa Athletic, they all trust Stimulus Athletic to outfit them. And you should too. That is the exact reason why you should, because so many other great clubs do. Go to StimulusAthletic.com, and you just click that Get Started button, and you kind of fill out a form. If you have a design already, you just kind of want Stimulus Athletic to do it, by all means, go for it. If you don't have a design, they have a pretty great design team. The, if you look at the 10K kit, what we dropped last summer, that was done by stimulus's design team, and everybody I know loves the 10K kit. So um, go to StimulusAthletic.com, click that Get Started button, and let Stimulus Athletic outfit your club. With quality game gear and apparel at affordable prices. That consultation is free. It's free to just talk to them. So make sure you do that. Stimulusathletic.com. Click that get started button and don't forget to let them know that Jeremy from 10,000 Pitches sent you. Here we go. Welcome, welcome, welcome in. It's another edition of 10,000 Pitches, a special edition of 10,000 Pitches. We'll get to that in just a second. But first, as always, we're presented by our good friends over at Stimulus Athletic. Check them out, StimulusAthletic.com. Uh, we're at episode 51. Uh, hit a big threshold, a big milestone last week, but an even bigger milestone this week. As at the time of recording here, we're recording on the 27th, dropping on the 28th. But at the time of recording, this is actually our official one year anniversary so we are making this Ethan our one year anniversary episode we turned one year old how do you feel Ethan
1: I I feel great um you know blessed to be here um (laughs) and uh who would who would have thought
0: you know Um, who would have thought we'd make it this far you know one year one year one year together Ethan well, I guess less than a year because you came on a couple months in, but uh, yeah, that's neither that's neither here nor there. Uh, whether this is your first time listening or you've hung with us now for this full year, for all 51 episodes, if you haven't subscribed, please do. If you haven't left us a rating and review, also please do that. Also, a little special request I give on every episode, even if even if Apple Podcasts is not your preferred podcast platform, if you have an iPhone uh, or an Apple device, uh, I do please ask that you go leave us a review at least a rating over on a apple podcast. That's huge. Um, you can also follow us on all socials, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, if you want to, uh, at 10 K pitches, um, Last week, great episode had Duluth FC head coach Sean Morgan on. We'll be talking about Duluth FC and uh, their matchup with Minneapolis City a little bit later on. But uh, Sean was an excellent interview, talking about getting hired right before the pandemic. So kind of his role changing basically right as he right after he got hired, um, his connection with Duluth, um, and uh, you know what he's feeling heading into 2021. So that was an awesome conversation. So go listen to bet go listen back to that one. I should say. Uh, but this week, we're talking to another team in the NPSL North, another team from Minnesota. It's Joy Athletic. Uh, we're talking to their assistant coach, Lou Minas, along with players Marco Corona-Duran and and Creighton. Uh, So great conversation with them about the club about kind of moving from joy of the people to joy athletic kind of starting this club within this youth developmental system what that meant to them and uh, getting started here in 2021 so uh, that was a great conversation which you will hear a little bit later on in the show but as always we've already brought him in Ethan Brandt is here and uh, Ethan we talked a little bit about this being our one year anniversary but all in all how are you doing man. Um,
1: I'm I'm great. I uh, was watching a little bit of a little bit of basketball before this. Um, I was watching I'll, hockey.
0: I, I also was watching hockey. Were you watching the Leafs? I was. One of my one of my best friends is a Leafs fan. Like he's like a ah. die. Like he likes he loves the Leafs more than I could ever love anything in my entire life. Like his family, um, his family's from Toronto. He's from Michigan himself, but his like family's from Toronto. He's just diehard Maple Leafs fan, and so I actually find myself watching the Leafs anytime they're on, just just for him. And we always have, we have like a group message where we give him crap and stuff. It's fun, but uh, yeah, I was watching that tough OT loss for the for the Leafs. But let's uh, let's not dive in too much into that. But uh, what uh, what basketball game are you watching? Who's on tonight, Ethan?
1: Um, well, before we started recording, the the Bucks were playing the Heat, and the Bucks were blowing them out. Um, nice. Hence, I turned on the turned on the Leafs. And you know, no, no, no Toronto in the playoffs for, for basketball. So I I flipped on the Leafs. Um, but yeah, like you said, tough OT loss. Um, yeah, Nat- Nashville was getting started as I was um, uh, leaving.
0: Um, Yes. Or as we started recording, I saw the beginning of that too. Uh, How about the Knicks last night, Madison square garden, just erupting, man. That makes me excited for when we get a full crowd back at like Allianz field, Breeze Stevens, like when we get full, full capacity or near full capacity back. I mean that watching that Knicks game and just hearing those reactions, man, that got me pumped.
1: Yeah. I, I, I miss that, that, that full arena, you know, buzz and and i miss like the person behind you like jumping up with his like his you know 20 ounce like beer that has an open that has an open lid for some reason <laughs> and you just get you just get kind of like doused or yeah, at least you get, like your trickled coat a little bit
0: at the very least yeah, yeah
1: at, at least your coat's gonna smell like bud light yeah. for the next you know week and a half but yeah. it's it's worth it it's
0: It's so fun. I'd I'd Um, kill for that right now. But uh, yeah, definitely on the way from Minnesota United, I believe uh, they're June, is it June 29th, June 23rd? whatever their next home match is some one of the June 20th days uh, against Austin is when they're going to be back to a full capacity there. So that's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, But let's move down a couple notches and go over the scoreboard real quick in the NPSL North. But before we do that, do want to let you know a little bit later on, we have some fun festivities coming up for our one year anniversary, our first birthday, we have the 10 K episode bracket, so a bracket of our favorite uh, 10K episodes. We've had 51 of them, so plenty to choose from. So Ethan was hard at work kind of sifting through those and creating a bracket of uh, at least the best ones in his opinion.
1: Well, well, we'll just say it's a bracket of 10K stuff.
0: Oh, it's, so it's not episodes. It's just a bracket. There, there,
1: there's stuff. some episodes in there, but there's just some stuff. So it's we'll just call it the 10K stuff bracket.
0: The 10K stuff bracket, I like The
1: 10K things bracket, I don't know. The 10K
0: things and stuff bracket. Stuff and things, things and stuff coming up. Also give you some 10K stats too, just uh, little tidbits about our first year uh, here on 10,000 pitches. So that's coming up a little bit later on, along with our interview with joy athletic. But first as always, let's run through the lower league scoreboard. And we're going to start as always in the NPSL North on Saturday, Minneapolis city knocked off LC Aris four nil up in Arcadia, Wisconsin uh, two goals from Justin Oliver for the crows. Uh, this is a match that at one point was in jeopardy due to a field a bit availability issue. And Ethan, you do play for Eris. You were kind of close to the situation. So how did this sort of, uh, how did this develop from your vantage point?
1: Yeah, I, uh, I don't, I don't have a ton of insight, but, um, but, uh, but I, I the initial plan was to play here in lacrosse. Um, and then it, it didn't pan out, uh, But, you know, luckily we found a field in Arcadia that is turf. And, um, it's nice, you know, it's nice. Um, but yeah, Arcadia is like 50, 45 minutes away from, from lacrosse. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's nice. Um, uh, there's a decent turnout. I thought, I thought like there's some people made the trip, um, from, from MPLS. I don't know how far away it is for them, um, and uh
0: let's, up. let's see, pull up the old google maps here
1: yeah um
0: Minneapolis to Arcadia
1: but you know i can't complain arcadia's got a quick trip for post game and and that's sometimes all you need um yeah,
0: exactly replenish with some gatorade uh 215 cool. from Minneapolis okay. to Arcadia it's actually really quick. close to rochester yeah it's, it's just like a few miles uh is that east yeah east of rochester so
1: and quick aid jeremy Quick Uh, Aid. So, what's the difference between Quick
0: Aid and Quick Trip? What? What's the difference between Quick Aid and Quick Trip?
1: No, Quick Aid is Quick Trip's Gatorade.
0: Oh, Quick Aid. Oh, I thought you were talking like it's like a different like convenience. No, no, no. no, no.
1: It's Quick Aid. Um, I did.
0: I had no idea that was a thing. I'm have to look for that now. Is it good?
1: And yeah, I don't know. I I'm just like it's not comparable. No, it's not very good. It's worse than Gatorade. I don't know. I don't like pot Powerade though. And so I think it's close to Powerade. Um I don't like Body Armor. I hate Body Armor.
0: Oh, so Body Armor's great. Body armor. What are you talking about? I love Body Armor.
1: I hate Body it's Armor. It's
0: not something no, I will give you this. It's not something I would drink if I was playing a sport. It's okay. definitely more of like a like a it just seems like more of like a like a juice than an yeah. like an actual like electrolyte beverage. I don't know.
1: I yeah I, I've i only drink I haven't drinking it for sport i have drinking it for like I don't Ain't know
0: hungover
2: <laughs> I,
1: I, I don't know I don't, know. We, I, I don't I, know I'm not gonna lie
0: that's when I drink it
1: yeah yeah that's why someone told me it was like the best for that but, so ever since then pretty good in my, for that. In my head it's that's what it
0: is so I'm not gonna lie uh haven't haven't had that problem in a while hashtag parenting problems but uh you know Maybe that- maybe maybe one of these days I'll get to tie one on again like I used to.
1: You'll get out there have a little bender with back the in my
0: back in my prime. I'm 29 years old though. There are people who are probably like 40, you know, 40, 50 plus listening to this like hating us right now. So uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make myself feel old when I'm still in my 20s. Uh anyways though, uh so Arcadia is where Eris is going to be playing for at least the near future, right? You guys are going to keep playing up there. Yep, that's the plan. All right, perfect. Well, uh, we'll definitely keep uh keep track of that, and keep track of both City and Eris as they move on in the MPSL seasons. Uh, Duluth FC kicked off their 2021 campaign, coming from behind to edge Joy Athletic four to three. This was a wild one up north in Duluth. Uh, Duluth goes up two nil, and then three unanswered from Joy, including a Duluth own goal. And then Dylan Sumner ties it for the Blue Greens, and Sydney Warden tallies his second goal of the night for the winner in the 86th minute. So just a, a crazy match there between Joy and Duluth, sort of intrastate matchup uh, that ends up with the Blue Greens coming out on top in the opener. Yeah, fun
1: game. Fun game. Seemed like, you know, there was all types of people talking about it, and, and that was fun. Mm-hmm. I saw, like, a squirrel got on the field, got into space. Don't think he was able to get on the end of one, but nah. – uh,
0: it's, they, tough, they, it's they, tough to find him in the box. He's too low to the ground, you know.
1: They 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 breed talented people and animals up there, I guess. You know, and
0: yeah. um, that's what we saw. He's making those near post runs, though. That's for sure. He
1: he made some great runs. He made some great runs.
0: <laughs> oh man, uh, I'm trying to think of squirrel soccer puns, but nothing's coming to mind right now. So maybe, maybe I'll just randomly say them throughout the episode as they come to mind. Uh, I was but-
1: gonna I was gonna say like Elvin and the Chipmunks,
0: but they're Chipmunks. Yeah, they're not squirrels. So although I, I, I wish although I very said similar, I think squirrels and chipmunks are, are similar enough where you could you could make a comparison. But anyways, moving on to the nightcap on Saturday, Med City rolls into Fargo, dominates Dakota Fusion four uh, nil. The mayhem had a three 0 halftime lead, and then early in the second, uh, Dakota defender Hussein Selic was uh, sent off after a second yellow card, uh, which obviously leads to a red. Uh, and all of that all, but sealed the, uh, fusions fate in that one. So Duluth, uh, struggling, uh, to open the season, still looking for their first points and, uh, med city gets another big win to keep themselves. Uh, everybody's trying to keep pace with Minneapolis city right now. Uh, but obviously med city, uh, doing what they can. there, uh, taking care of business over so Dakota. I feel like Dakota has gotten a lot of like people sent off. Like- yeah. Uh, I believe it was Minneapolis city's first match. Uh, I actually think that was against Sioux falls. That was like a, they called it a foul fest on their, uh, on their podcast. But uh, yeah, it seems like uh, that's been, that's been the case with the, uh, with Dakota matches. Uh, but anyways, and Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those things where early on in the season, especially when you have a group of guys who maybe aren't used to playing together and you're playing as a team you're unfamiliar with, it's going to be a little disorganized, sloppy, you know, when you when, when when you get down like that, uh, you know, as they've they've gotten down pretty early in matches so far, you know, that tends to be a little frustrating. Right. So uh, we'll definitely see if they can turn that around moving forward here. I mean, you talk a lot of these teams have don't, don't have all the rosters together. Right. Um, and some teams and that impacts more than more than others. You know, you could be waiting on a really key guy, you know, to come in. Uh, you know, whereas others may, maybe not so much. So, uh, we'll see what happens as we get into June here. The MPSL season does run a little bit longer than some of the other local uh, seasons. So definitely some time to turn it around for Dakota if they can get their guys in. Uh, but then Wednesday, uh, the first, uh, the first rivalry match of 2021 between Minneapolis city and Duluth FC at Augsburg college here in the twin cities. Ends up 3-2 to two in favor of the Crows. Another brace, though, for Duluth, Sidney Warden in the losing effort. And then the Blue Greens actually had a 1-0 halftime lead. And then uh, second-half goals from Will Kidd, Mido Yosef, and the eventual winner from Brian Lopez lifted City to three points. I watched that one start to finish last night, Ethan. That was some quality soccer from both sides. Uh, and City comes out on top. And uh, they're uh, they're sitting pretty at the top of the table in the NPSL, kind of as we figured they would be.
1: That, that's actually where the squirrel joke was from. That uh, that was the squirrel. So, uh, and I still didn't think of like uh, a reference or a pun. So. Um, that's all right. I forgive so you. We're, we're moving on.
0: I very much forgive you. We're moving on to the UPSL now. Uh, Saturday, Vlora knocks off Inter-Minneapolis 3-0. Uh, Roman Garrick, Adani Hans, and Jahopson Satina all scored in the win for Vlora. I was calling the game for inter. So I actually got to talk to Vlora owner Adi Balani after the match. I actually got to talk to a few people that I've actually had on the podcast in person after this match. It was actually, it was really cool. Uh, But anyways, Adi Balani was one of them, owner of Vlora FC. And uh, he said, uh, despite, you know, they've had a slow start, uh, which, you know, as the defending champions, is not something that you expect. But he said uh, they're starting to get more of their guys in. They have most all of their guys in now. And uh, they expect to be extremely dangerous as we head into the back half of the uh 2021 campaign here. Um and they looked every bit of that in that 3 0 win over Inter. Enter's no Inter's no slouch, they're a good club. But Flora came in and just uh basically dominated from start to finish.
1: Uh what was it what was it like being on being on the call? Did you did, did you have any did you did you call anything where you were like, oh that was like were you sat there afterwards you're like that was a good
0: that was good? Uh no? the call of the first goal for vlora it was it was a banger of a yeah. goal and you know i, I don't want to be it is the inter broadcast so i don't want to be like you know i honestly don't want to favor of too much in that particular situation but also you kind of got to call a spade a spade if there's a heck of a goal you kind of got to call it as such uh so that that was really cool to call and i think I had a pretty good call of that um but yeah i don't know i'm still learning too so there's really no like points in the match where i'm like oh man that was like professional broadcast quality you know but yeah we're, yeah, we're yeah. getting there we're getting there. okay Fair enough. uh minneapolis city too uh kind of mirrored what uh what the first squad did for uh city for no win of their own against previously unbeaten brooklyn knights and they actually propelled themselves to the top of the table in the upsl north on goal differential there's actually four teams tied at the top seven points um and minneapolis city with a plus five goal differential sitting at the top so both crows squads on top of the table in their respective leagues um i i flying I, high you do some what flying was that? high the crows are flying high
2: yeah I'd crows are
0: they're at the they're i don't know sitting on the top perch the top that, branch I don't that's know.
1: what i that's what i should have said if i was you know kind of kind of kind of locked in um but I instead I, I Googled Brooklyn Nights again and I once again found the Lady Gaga
0: Brooklyn Nights song. Wow, what a callback! What, what a callback back. on our one year anniversary episode. Love that.
1: I uh, yeah, I still haven't listened to the song, and I thought I was gonna find something else, but the Lady Gaga thing came back. So
0: yeah, and we can't play the song either. They uh they definitely up not. the restrictions. You know, yeah no if, that, even if this was like two months ago we would have been able to i think get away with playing a snippet of it but we can't even do that now so yeah i I won't try yeah no, um, don't do that please don't, but anyways, don't don't get us banned
1: yeah no but but the that's crows, not a good
0: birthday present
1: i you know i don't think we've had one like copyright strike in our whole year or anything like that i
0: mean we don't do anything to uh inhibit a copyright strike do we
1: well, I, I don't know. Just, just like, I don't, I feel like that's kind of impressive, right? Like we haven't yeah. had like any legal We're above board,
0: baby. We're a compliant podcast.
1: Well, I get, I guess like the one, the one like flock thing. Cause we use talking flock, but, but besides that, I, I think we, we haven't even had any like complaints about branding or anything.
0: No, not at all. We're good
1: because if the if the ten thousand takes like group wanted wanted to take us down, I I don't think they'd have any issues.
0: Uh, I mean, they they might be able to bully us into it, but they wouldn't really necessarily have like legal grounds to do so. You don't think so? I don't think so. Okay, we're, ten, we're not ten thousand takes. We're ten thousand pitches.
1: I can't find them. I'm, I was trying. What what's what's their
0: at? Do you know? Is it? I, I don't know. Just look up. Just like search ten thousand takes. Ten. You don't have to search their ad. Just search their name.
1: Yeah, I just I still can't I can't find it. I they've been they've been pretty funny though because like funny on TikTok those guys. Actually, my, they've just uh, been they've just been funny like with all like the 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 wild stuff because it's a while in the playoffs.
0: True. Yeah, so my, that's uh,
1: been pretty funny. I thought
0: there's one of the guys does like a really good Kirk Cousins impression. <laughs> and uh yeah. my uh my fiance is a huge vikings fan but she hates kirk cousins uh basically like every vikings fan so uh she like she like, came across that on tiktok one time and now she follows them on tiktok and like watches all their tiktoks so good for them i,
1: I do think as far as um like because our new logo looks kind of like theirs in the sense that it's just a 10 and a k i think ours is better
0: i would agree i would agree i'm you know in the battle of 10k's i'm obviously on our side being the the owner proprietor and uh and host of this podcast so but i would agree i think you did an excellent job i think they yeah, com- I, think, I think they should commission you for the next rebrand
1: uh, okay i yeah like let's do it like 10,000 pitches and 10,000 takes i i'm in um
0: i'll share you with them that's fine yeah i think I we no got to connect
1: we got to connect
0: There's got to be some other 10,000 things we're missing, right? Oh, there's 10,000 everything. That's the thing, though. Like, I I I came up with this podcast and, like, it makes sense, but I also, like, was very hesitant to do so because I'm like, what, like, a, you know, this is just like such a common thing that people take, like, 10,000 whatevers for whatever, whatever industry or whatever topic that they're talking about. But, anyways, and that's neither here nor there.
1: You know, you know, some, some, like, middle-aged guy wanted to start uh, a twins podcast and also do 10,000 pitches but more like the baseball pitch he was pissed when he found
0: our account mhm yeah we beat he him was, to the punch he was pissed or there's some guy uh some some sales guy trying trying to create a podcast about how to uh how to best uh oh, sell yeah. customers and he wanted to call it 10,000 pitches and yeah, he it, was like damn it those soccer he, guys beat me well, to it
1: well, Jeremy, was that? I think that might have been the first swear in one year. You literally 000. just
0: said "pissed," like that's ten di- that's seconds different.
1: ago. That's different. That's not different. Okay, are
0: we a swearing podcast now? I'm no, in. That um, was a, okay. that was a swearing segment on an otherwise clean podcast. Um, but it's you like know it's like that- the purge. You know, in order to stay clean on this podcast, <laughs> we did have a segment or two every now and then where we just go off and drop you know swear words every now and then.
1: Do you know how many purge movies there are?
0: It's too many, and then there's so- a t. There was a TV show that only last. I don't think the TV show lasted very long. I could, I could be wrong. No, it could still no be on way. television, but I haven't seen it promoted in forever.
1: The, the The thing with the Purge, right, is like, like I don't think I'm the. F- I'm probably not the first one to have like said this, but it's the perfect like movie concept for like sixteen year olds. You know, like the Purge was designed for for encapsulating. The high school market. Oh and guys,
0: what if we just had one night where we could go steal guys, whatever we wanted?
1: Guys, guys, guys. Imagine just one night where we could go to like Best Buy and get like four TVs, like three PS4s, and like a new Sony like headset or speaker. And everyone's like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that'd, that'd sick. be awesome.
0: Not and then you know us, us uh intellectuals coming to be like, dude, you would die on your way to Best Buy. Like, yeah, I'm sorry I, that that would happen.
1: Yeah, if I if there was a purge night, I I don't think I would do well. Um, I wouldn't not I I would. I, do, I wouldn't do well. But I'm slow.
0: I, I'm a big target. I'm
1: slow. <laughs> hypothetically, if I had one, like I had the a free, you know, let's just say it was like Ethan, you're guaranteed not to die. What would you do? As of right now, on the top of my list. I'm going to my closest Keeler dealership and I'm going to get the person, whoever, at the Kia, Kia dealership to put the new Kia logo on my like 2015 or 2013 forte. That's a have very se-
0: specific.
1: Have you act. seen the new Kia logo? No. Okay, look out the new Looking Kia it up right logo. Looking it it, up right it's now. sick compared to the old one. All right, I'm looking it up. It's it's so good compared to the old one. Ooh, like the dynamic, like K I A. Right, you see it? Uh, yeah, it's hard to read though. I it's sick. It looks, it looks so like a K sporty. and a
0: backwards n.
1: A little bit, but then once you know it's Kia, you know it's it's yeah. K I A. I I, don't I love I don't, it. I
0: don't think it's on the nose enough.
1: I love it. Uh, and I, re- I don't know. Can, Ooh, I don't. I know do you- like the way
0: it looks on the steering wheel.
1: Yeah, That's exactly. That's pretty dope. Like in, in usage, it looks a lot better. Yeah. Like, and on the back of car, like on the car, yeah. it looks okay. a lot better.
0: Okay. I'm, uh, I'm more sold on it. I don't know if I'm completely sold on it, but I'm more sold on it.
1: So I want that put on my 2013 Kia Forte hatchback.
0: How do you feel that the person who came up with this logo... Got paid like a, a crap ton of money to do so, and you completely rebranded our podcast, and it you know gotta, in all transparency didn't make anything for it. I got some, I got I got some
1: likes on Twitter
0: though. <laughs> you got you some know? likes on Twitter. That's true. You got that Twitter uh that Twitter validation. Yeah, some like I
1: some people saw it, were like oh that's really cool that like, social media like, clout. And like some some people I think DM'd us and said this is cool. So th- that felt good. We got some um, love for
0: it. We definitely got some love for it.
1: So, so, so does it doesn't make me feel a little bad. Sure. Am I going to get too into it? Definitely not. But do I still want that new Kia logo? Like, can, I don't know. I don't think you can do that, but it can't be hard.
0: Like, cause it's, it's just like, well, a, I don't think it would be, I mean, I don't think the guy, like the sales guy at the dealership can do it. Well,
1: well, I that's, think you'd thing. have
0: to go to like the collision center. Like, you know, the parts guys Okay. And be like, Hey, can you switch this up?
1: I'd, I'd go there it's purge night i i got free yeah, but rain. they're not working on purge night well well i'd find them is what i would do <laughs> so so maybe the the day before purge night i'd go into my closest dealer de- dealership and be like all right guys like i'm looking to get the logo swapped like who, who who can do it for me and and they'd probably give me a list and they'd be like do you want to do that now I'd be like, no it's fine just wait and i'd take that list and I'd come and then I'd go find that guy the next day and I'd and I'd have him swap out my logo on Purge Night. All right. Fair enough. Fair and enough. then I, and then my 2013 Kia Forte, which I just passed like 80,000 miles on it. Um, shout out to Instacart for, uh, you know, rolling up the miles. There you go. Um, Love that. It would look brand new. My new Kia would look brand new. OK, let's circle back. When when's the last time you stepped foot in a in a grocery store,
0: Jeremy? Actually, I've since I got vaccinated, I've been to a couple. I went to yeah. uh, I went to Cub to pick up some rotisserie chicken a few days ago for the fiance. Okay, she just mentioned in passing that she wanted some, so I went and got her some
1: rotisserie chicken. delicious.
0: Love rotisserie. We literally sat there and like ate half of it. We were gonna have it for dinner that night, but like she's like, I want a little bit of it. And so we just, like, broke it out on the couch there and just, like, ate half, like, slammed half of it. That's part of the beauty of it, you know? Yeah. Um, Uh, But, yeah. Um, But other than that, when I've actually, like, done actual, like, long-form grocery shopping where I'm actually going through a grocery list, pre-COVID, for sure.
1: That's my Instacart media pass right there. That's right. (laughs) instacart sent me a laminated and i have no idea what the point i don't know if they want me to wear this or what but i you're don't probably
0: to just cl- clarify that you're there to shop for instacart
1: i kind of want to try to skip lines with it okay by the way for all the people listening it's a it's like a credit card sized uh laminated card. it feels like a credit card it's on a lanyard and just has the instacart logo um that's what, I'm, that's what I'm wearing right now. I'm wearing it. That's to what podcast. you're rolling with. That's what you're rocking with. Racking with the best. Along with my 10K merch. Shout out to- Yeah, you got that 10K hoodie on. John love it. 10K.
0: Um, but Dude, I, so I got all mine in the mail yesterday. And I was going to do this awesome unboxing video. Yeah, yeah. My, my daughter, my four-year-old, my lovely four-year-old daughter, who I love more than anything in this world, uh, took it all out without me knowing and set it all on my bed. You should have her do the video. Well, I can't put it back. I guess I could put Th- it back. That's what, that's
1: what they do. What do lot of the the f- that's what a lot of them do. Um, I, I just wanted it to be organic. You ah. know? Well, anyways, Authentic. what I was going to. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I wore this Instacarton today, which is probably not a great idea. On the off chance someone like recognizes it. Well, I guess they could. They probably just think I'm like a big, big fan. And also. It- who, who isn't? Also, it getting recognized would be would be is 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 a, a bold dream. is a, bold a dream. prediction. What?
0: So that's the dream.
1: That's the, that's the dream, but it's bold uh, with where we're at right now. Fair. Um, but, but anyways, especially some, in
0: especially in uh, Lacrosse, Wisconsin.
1: Especially in Lacrosse, Wisconsin. But like when I'm instacarting, I kind of I kind of tunnel. You know what I mean? Because like I like I go to the I go to Festival Foods all the time. So I I kind of know it right like like I know where the grapes are so like I'm just beelining towards the grapes you know and I'm it's like oh
0: you wanted you know Johnsonville you know four pack of Italian sausages you're like any guy who's ever gone shopping I have five things I know where they are I know how to get them I'm gonna get in get out and well, move on with my life
1: g- generally when I'm in a store I'm I I'm a lollygagger I are I you? I. I comb the aisles. I'm up and down. I'm I'm reading random packaging. I'm I'm enjoying my time there. But when I'm Instacart, and I'm I'm lining it to where I need to be. And 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 I and we got three festivals here. We got a big, a medium, and a small. But they're all kind of laid out the same, right? So like I know where I'm going. Um, the weirdest thing about festival though is that like aisle seven.
0: I don't know if you've ever been to a festival, but like I don't know what I, even that is. I'm assuming that's like the grocery store chain that's in the cross of Wisconsin. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're kind of all over though. Um, they're I don't they're think like we have not, any here
0: in the Twin Cities.
1: They're not as nice as like a Whole Foods, but like, I I don't I don't know. They're pretty nice. But anyways, the like aisle seven, there'll be like the the hygiene aisle just in the middle of it. It's the weirdest thing, and like, you know, you have your toothpaste and Dove soap there, and then in aisle seven, it's just so off putting. You know, it feels like it should be like one or like
0: 12 not not in the middle and so we got festival foods in white bear lake maple grove bloomington and hugo check it check it
1: out if you're ever in the area okay it's a it's a good grocery store um they have the and you you know how you know it's a good grocery store they um they have uh, a whole aisle of organic, so like the whole aisle, all of aisle one. At every, so like you go, you walk in, you're in the produce, and you, okay. you move over to the first aisle, and you're in the organic aisle. It's all organic, and then generally they kind of have an offshoot of that aisle that's like the super like healthy stuff that you don't see commercials for, and like you probably never go down that aisle because you're like, ever like any granola bar in that aisle is fourteen dollars or something like that you know per bar and it's yeah per bar it's like (laughs) and it's a bunch of words you don't know how to pronounce you just kind of stay away from that aisle and you can't necessarily tell if it's soap or food but you know it you you know it's nice um and then also with festivals that that you know how they have like the systems that pump the smell from
0: the bakery section to the front of the the grocery store i mean i didn't know i mean I'm not surprised that that's a thing, but I've never actually heard that that's a thing, but I'm yeah. not surprised at all.
1: Yeah, so that's a thing, and and festivals are working on overdrive because you walk in there and you just get the the best smell of your life of just, like, cakes and breads, and it's it's just awesome, um, and then, you know, I'm, I'm running in and out of festival, you know, three to four times a day or whatever just to, just to come home and toss some peanut butter on, like, a graham cracker for dinner, it's just <laughs> like so so it's so tough um but um but no i i enjoy instacart and um
0: and dude nutella and graham craggers
1: i i i know nutella's good but i've never like dove into it because it's like if i'm gonna eat chocolate like i'll just get real chocolate you know
0: I, I guess don't know. It's... Nutella is like hel- a lot healthier than real chocolate, though.
1: Come on, come on. Like we're not buying "quote unquote" now, are healthier.
0: We? It's not yeah. as it's not as bad. It's not as unhealthy. I guess is the best Fair enough. way to put it. Um But uh,
1: I don't that know was started... talking
0: groceries with. Ethan. Yeah, I don't know how we we started
1: talking about groceries. I go to Aldi a lot too. Aldi's not Aldi's... quite as fun, but I Aldi, do enjoy you know, Aldi. Aldi. That, that's where we shop, Aldi, because yeah, it's
0: cheap. You know. Great prices. Great prices.
1: Have you have you had their like? Um they're like they have like it's like benton's brands it's right when you like walk in they'll have like the fake uh like peanut butter patty girl scout cookies and like mm-hmm. the though have you ever had the aldi brand of those yeah they're, they're super bad. good yeah super said, they're, good. They're, they're pretty good um, or how about the the fake keebler cookies those i've are never good. had those from them oh Do you they're know what's weird i've talked about this before with other people like the word Keebler, like that's a brand that's very recognizable. It's like the elves in the tree, you know, it's the script writing with like the red, <laughs> like very recognizable. But I bet the majority of human beings on earth don't say the word Keebler more than twice every five years. That's true. It's not a word right? that's
0: used in conversation.
1: Right. But like everyone knows Keebler. Everybody you know? knows it. Yeah. The elves. It's the elves in the tree making cookies for some reason. Yeah. Love. But,
0: anyways, really, really good cookies too.
1: The off-brand Aldi ones are also pretty good. I think awesome. they're they're. I think it's called Benton.
0: Awesome. Anyways, great. maybe we'll make this a weekly segment. Just like
1: talking the, about the just,
0: grocery grab with Ethan. Talking about groceries, I, I we would need to like
1: define it. Like, would it be? Would it be? You know. We hey we were talking about Patreon content, so maybe. The Patreon content is me, like or us rather. We we pick a grocery store and we go to it, you know, and we we talk about the layout. We talk about like the off-brand versions of stuff. So ten thousand people stores. for going to the grocery store. Here's where you can 10, get ten thousand grocery stores.
0: Boom. Ten K GCs. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, circle back here. Uh, back to soccer. We were not done talking about the UPSL uh, slate this past weekend. Uh, we just got done letting you know that uh, Minneapolis city Two knocked off Brooklyn Knights four nil. That was a nightcap on Saturday. Moving on to Sunday's action. There were two more games, uh, Dakota young stars and Rochester drew two, two over there in Dakota. And then uh, FC Minneapolis beat Granite city three to two. So a big win for the city lions um, as a, uh, People try to keep pace. Another league where everybody's trying to keep pace with the Crows there as they sit at the top of the table. Uh, but let's move on to the Minnesota Amateur Soccer League in Division One. On Sunday, there were four matches. The first one saw Cardinals and Stegmas 1977 draw 1-1. Fire SC 2, Haka nil. FC Minnesota notched a 3-2 win over Lions FC. And then Dynamo FC St. Cloud also kept an unblemished record. Uh, Topping Spam FC 2-1. to one. Uh Wednesday, Hakatop, Flora 2, 3-1. And then in tonight's action, as we record here on Thursday, uh Cardinals come away with a big 2-0 win over Dynamo uh Dynamo St. Cloud. And then FC Minnesota improved to five and one on the year, knocking off Stegman's 1977, two to one. Uh Jack Nikowski for FC Minnesota extended his goal streak to five games. For the defending MASL champs. And then at the time of recording, Fire SC and Good Friends of the Pod Spam FC uh in progress. Uh, not sure what the score is, but they are currently playing. Shopspamfc.com. Shopspamfc.com. I was hoping you would get there, Ethan. Thank you. Um let's move on to Wapassel Sunday action bateau. Another impressive performance. This time a 6-0 victory over newcomer Spartan FC. Ethan, you were there uh, with Spartan, got to see some old friends with Bateau, took a few pictures, wore an awesome kit. Um, tell me a little bit about this Bateau team this year because, um, you know, obviously preseason predictions were not necessarily in their favor, uh, but they've uh, been very much the favorable team in the uh, in the Wapassel through two weeks.
1: Yeah. Um, well, first of all, it was a tough weekend for me. Uh, yeah, I think My and Spartan.
0: Goal, my goal
1: differential on the weekend was Ten to I guess zero. Ten um, 10-0, yeah. Yeah, that was tough. Um, but um, but no, yeah. But but it was nuts. Um, uh, and you know, for what it's worth, like it was pretty rainy, and kind of muggy, and like the grass was super long. Um, and yeah, they they had no issues. Um, they had they have a huge roster of like just a ton of talented players. So like, you know, anyone coming off the bench is you know. Uh, a good replacement for who they just took out um um mm-hmm. uh, but yeah no they they move the ball well they they get numbers forward um they get crosses in and they score them uh yeah that's, and they're that's, fast that's how you win that's how you win games um um uh, I, I i gotta play winger i gotta play winger a lot so i was getting up and down oh there you go um,
0: getting some movement and,
1: and uh yeah no they just the beto possesses the ball well um and yeah, they're they're gonna be they're gonna be uh, a tough beat
0: this year. How about this, Ethan? Elsewhere in Wapasle, FC Minimo ends up with a six point Sunday sweeping a double header. Yes, you heard that correctly. A soccer double header against Baron, two nil and four to two. Uh Ethan, are there any double headers in Spartan FC's future this season? Do you know? Um yeah,
1: I think we we have a weekend where we we have a double header. Um, I think it's cuz that cuz um what 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 were we calling them of the north? Uh New Orleans North, New Orleans North. Oh
0: yeah, St. Croix Valley. Yeah,
1: yeah St. Croix Valley since they dropped out. Um I think the schedule got bumped around and we have like a double header um as well. But yeah, I don't know. That that seems like a tough a tough day.
0: Yeah. but they come away with two wins uh against Barron, who, you know, not no slouch in the in the league either. So and then you get a plus four goal differential on top of getting six points. That's a that's a really good Sunday uh at the office. So uh, you know, they're they're moving up the table, trying to keep pace with Bateau. And then Lobos bounced back from that loss to Bateau in week one. Uh Lobo's the uh media favorites and the uh you know the my pick to win the uh passle this year. Um they really took it. Out on Poskin Jets, their frustration from last week coming away with an eight 0 win. Um, so obviously, a huge bounce back for them as they look to move forward and sort of solidify their standing as the uh the favorites in the league. Yeah, it felt
1: good not to, not to dump on Poskin, but it felt good not to have, be the worst like
0: goal differential team of the weekend. There you go, there you go. It's the little things, little wins, it's the little wins. Uh, moving up a little bit to USL League One, Justin Succo, uh, second half goal leads forward Madison to a 1-0 home win over Union Omaha. Uh, great pass from Audi Jepson on the goal. Uh, and the Mingos are still unbeaten a statement win over Union Omaha, who were in that USL League One uh, championship game last year that ended up getting canceled due to COVID. Um, and people expected them to kind of hold that standing and hold that you know top spot in the league. But uh, Ford Madison, another really dominant offensive performance, held possession, had a majority of the of the chances, uh, and they come away with a win. Um, so good for the Mingos as they move forward and look to cement their own spot as one of the favorites in the USL. And you can hear about it now in Talking Flock. episode. Yeah, three. a little bit of a programming note on that, by the way, too. Uh, Tuesday, we're dropping an episode. Since so Memorial Day is Monday, we're not going to record on a holiday. Come on. Come on. What what do we look like around here? Yeah, come on. Uh, So we're going to drop on Tuesday instead of Monday. Um, We got two games to react to and two games to preview. So it is going to be a busy episode just coming a day later than normal. So be looking out for that um, for Talking Flock. Uh, Episode four of Talking Flock coming up. Pretty excited. Uh, And then Minnesota United, no match. They were coming off a bye week. They are back at it on Saturday. We will get to that a little bit later on. But before that, and before we get to what's happening in the world of lower league soccer coming up as well, we got to get to our interview. Joy Athletic making their second appearance on 10,000 Pitches. First time it was uh, creator and owner Ted Creighton. This time it's assistant coach Lou Minas, along with players Marco Corona Duran and Zinedine Creighton. Hope you enjoy the conversation. Ethan and I will be back on the other side. Now joining the show are three members of the Joy Athletic Club in the middle of their first ever season in the NPSL North. It's assistant coach Lou Minas, along with players Marco Corona-Duran and Zinedine Creighton. Guys, how are you? Thank you so much for joining the show.
2: Thank you so much for
0: having us. us. Thanks for having us. My pleasure, my pleasure. So before we get into uh, Joy Athletic Club, Joy the People, kind of what's going on here in 2021, here in your first season in the NPSL, uh, I want to get a sense of kind of your soccer backgrounds a little bit. So uh, Marco, if you want to go first, just kind of tell me a little bit about how you got involved in the game and eventually ended up with Joy Athletic.
2: Yeah, of course, of course. So I started off um, uh, soccer here. Actually, my first club ever club was Joy of the People. So I've been around for a very long time since probably two thousand and nine and two thousand and ten. Um, actually, I was I was found by uh, Lual here, our assistant coach, uh, playing in a background uh, backyard. Um, he wow. brought me into Joy of the People. So it's kind of crazy how how far we come, and now being. Um, He's been my teammate throughout my whole entire journey, and now he's my assistant coach. So uh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So I've been a part of this joy of people for a uh, pretty long time, and um, it's crazy to see how far it has come.
0: Yeah, Lou, being the assistant coach, and you know, I'm sure Marco's not the only story, not the only uh, player that you've kind of discovered and, and brought on board. So, what's your experience been like with uh, you know Joy of the People? How long have you been involved there specifically, and uh, what's it been like seeing this program kind of take that next step here uh, and become an actual, you know, semi-professional club?
3: Um, I mean, I I've, I've been with Joy of the People since 2009 by playing, and then a couple of years ago I started coaching there. But with the semi-pro team, I think it gives our players, like our younger players, a th- something to look forward into, and I think a lot of people at Joy of the People are really excited about it. So.
0: Definitely, definitely. And, and Zinedine, I uh, want to bring you on here. Um, How did you get involved with, with both the game and, and Joy specifically?
4: Um, Well, uh, my dad was like the, the coaching director at Blackhawks when I was like really young. And uh, I didn't really like soccer back then because, I don't know, Blackhawks was really like structured and it was pretty hardcore for like a, a nine-year-old to go through and all that stuff. Yeah. And my dad ended up uh, leaving Blackhawks and he ended up creating Joy the People. And ever since then, I kind of like, I kind of just found a love for the game through playing. And then fast forward like 10 years and we made an MPSL team and it's it's been great so far. It's been so cool to see how everyone like who has been playing together for 10 years can can play at a high level together. And yeah, I'm really excited about the season.
0: Yeah, Zinedine, of course, the son of uh, Joy of the People uh, creator, uh, Ted Creighton, had him on the show back in uh, December now. When Joy Athletic was announced, and kind of talked to him a little bit about Joy of the People, Joy Athletic. Um, so let's get into Joy Athletic specifically. So Joy of the People is obviously, uh, as Zindy kind of mentioned, a uh, a more I don't know like provides a little more freedom for you soccer, I think, than getting bogged down in the uh, you know in the in the club system. Uh, kind of that uh, that alternative, um, and obviously it's grown as the players within it have grown into you know having having this club here. So um, when did you guys first hear about Joy Athletic? Did you know that you would be part of that specifically coming up through the joy of the people program and what's it been like to sort of step onto the field now wearing a, a joy uniform and competing in that type of environment? Marco, if you want to go first.
2: Yeah. So I found out, um, kind of just by talking with Ted, um, I kind of heard about it last summer, um, of him just like thinking about it and having some ideas about it. Um, and now being true and kind of playing and being a reality is kind of amazing. And I just heard off that. Um, and it's just, it's just um, an honor being able to be a part of this um, new club uh, and see how far it goes. Um, but what, what are the other things that you asked? Sorry.
0: Um, just kind of what it's been like getting on the field. And also when you, uh, when you found out about it, what were your first initial thoughts of like this program becoming a team? And, uh, I mean, did you know right away that that you would kind of be on the roster? What was that experience like in terms of hearing that this team would be a thing and then knowing that you would be a part of it? Was it in that same conversation or did you – was it a little bit time after? What was that sort of experience like?
2: No, uh, for sure it was uh, like a bit time after that um, I was was brought into the team. And being part of the roster, um, I know it's going to be difficult because there's a lot of young, talented players out there. So – Um it's just being able to just work hard and be uh be able to present myself, improve myself on on the pitch. Yeah, definitely. Lou, uh being being one of the coaches on the staff um after
0: this after this team was announced and uh kind of you you knew you'd be playing in the NPSL North alongside teams like Minneapolis City, Duluth FC, the list goes on and on. Um, did you have any initial expectations? You know, obviously you've seen these guys kind of grow. Did you know that, you know, okay, yeah, we're gonna be competitive right off the bat, or did you have any initial expectations for how this team would perform?
3: I mean, just seeing like the roster that we built from from the winter till now, it's just I feel I felt like we can compete in the league. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. my initial thought, yeah.
0: No, definitely. Um, and then Zenity and have you seen that kind of sort of come to fruition? What are these first, uh, what are these first few games been like for you guys? I mean, you guys have sort of taken the pitch. It's hard to know at least from this sort of perspective, what, uh, what a uh, first, you know, first season club is going to, is going to be like, but knowing the success of joy, of the people and translating the joy athletic, you know, had a pretty good idea that you guys would be competitive, but what have these first few games been like in comparison to your expectations?
4: Well, I mean, it's been it's been pretty pretty close to what I thought actually. Uh, like, I I knew just from like just from like last year when my dad like told me that we we're gonna form an MPSL team that like there was a large player pool of of joy kids that were very talented and talented enough to play in the MPSL. And also, these first three games have have just been like exactly what I thought. Like, uh, we've shown we've shown moments of like. Of like really good like, like synergy and uh, and individual individual technicality and like all that stuff. But we are we're a very like inexperienced team and we've let in I think four goals in the last twenty minutes of our first three games. So it's mm-hmm. it's just been a learning experience for us. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, yeah, we once we get better at closing out games, I think we will be. Uh, very, very, very good team in the so nice. NFL.
0: Yeah, and you guys do have four points through three matches. I mean, you uh, started off with the big win over Dakota Fusion, drew Elsie uh, Aris uh, with with a goal from them kind of late late in that match or two goals from them late in that match, and then a hard-fought loss up in Duluth. What have you learned about yourselves through these first few matches that you may not have known before? You know, on the flip side of, like, your expectations, what have you sort of learned about, uh, about Joy Athletic and about your club and your identity through these first few matches? Marco?
2: Yeah, it's just, it's just all about experience and uh, being able to, like Zenadine said, just close out these matches and being able to play through those full 90 minutes um, because, you know, uh, and not let our guards down the last 15 minutes of the game. Um, and yeah, we just learned and just we learned that we just don't, we can't let our identity uh, go and we just got to stay with the game plan and the way that we play. And that's just playing on the ground and playing with joy.
0: Definitely. And, and Lul, um, what have you sort of learned about the competition in the NPSL and, and sort of playing in that kind of environment that you may not have known before, obviously being one of the coaches, um, you know, going from the program to the club? What have you learned about, about the league and about the competition you guys are facing, specifically, that you may not have expected?
3: Um, you need veterans. You need veterans in your locker room. I mean, like, having players like Whitney Brown and Martin help us a lot with their leadership. And I think a lot of teams in the NPSL, they've done it before. So they have that leadership in their locker rooms. So that's the biggest difference for us. And how, how did you guys
0: know that going in that you sort of needed the that outside presence? Because you had, uh, you know, you have this player pool that Zinedine mentioned of Joy joy Kids that are coming up through the, through the scene. Um, was the initial plan to just sort of build the club with them or did you know that you needed to bring in outside players and outside veterans to sort of fill that roster and sort of uh, round out the squad.
3: Yeah, I th- I think we knew that from the beginning, just some key spots out that, that we didn't have. So and bringing in people that have played in the league that know the league, just you need that, especially when you're playing in the NPSL North. Absolutely. Um,
0: So you mentioned some growing pains that you guys have gone through in your first few matches, sort of letting in a few late goals, but um, you guys have definitely been really, really competitive over these first few matches as I expected. Um, What do you expect out of the rest of the 2021 slate? Obviously, you know, uh, still got to play Minneapolis city Um, med city is looking pretty good as well. Um, So what are you guys expecting out of the rest of 2021 in terms of, you know, maybe tightening those screws and, and, you know, uh, finishing out this season Zinedine, if you want to go.
4: I mean, I have nothing but, uh, but like high expectations for us because, uh, like now everyone's like starting to come back from college. Like, so we will soon have our full roster with us. And, um, a lot of our, a lot of our like key starting players are coming back from either injury or not having played in like months. So just getting that game fitness up will be really important for us. And once we kind of, uh, just solidify our identity through like the whole 90 minutes of the game instead of just like the first 70 or the first 45, I think we'll be very dangerous. And I can see that happening in like one or two games. So I think the rest of the season looks really bright for us. These first three games have been like kind of like a roller coaster, like emotionally and like on the field and just everything has happened in the first three games, like you said. But I think the rest of the season looks really good for us. And we're definitely not a team to, to sleep on.
0: What's the support been like? I haven't been out to a game over there, but I've heard that the the fans and the crowd gets pretty into it, gets pretty rowdy during the match. What's that been like to play in that sort of environment, Marco?
2: Yeah, it's awesome. Before the games, you see see our fans tailgating outside of the stadium. It's it's like, you know, it creates a great atmosphere to play on and exciting. It makes you want to perform for your fans that come out uh, every single weekend.
0: Did you guys know, Lul, uh, that that you would have that sort of support and have kind of the tailgating and, and the crowd like that? Or was that a surprise to you when you guys took the field for your first home match?
3: Um, yeah, I actually want to give out a shout-out to Sydney Kwame for planning those tailgates. She's done a really good job with that. But, yeah, like, our fans are those, like, they have kids, they enjoy the people, so it's like seeing us grow up playing and then coming out to those games, like, they've done it all their life, so... Why not do it in an MPSL level?
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And then Zinedine, uh, you know, you guys have played at home. You've played on the road. So you've seen kind of numerous numerous types of environments. Obviously, Minneapolis City is well known for theirs. Um, Give me a sense of, though, when you take the field and you have that crowd behind you, you know, going through – not necessarily going through the club system to get there. As you mentioned, you, you started at Blackhawks with your father, you know, both of you kind of moved over to start this new, this new venture at Joy. Um, So kind of having that alternative, alternative environment from a developmental standpoint, and then going from there, taking the field for an MPSL club and having that support and knowing that you don't necessarily have to go through the club system to sort of reach that level. Has that sort of, kind of been that for both you and your father Has that sort of been kind of the the solidification that okay yeah this was the right move for us this is kind of what we envisioned and this is you know sort of that 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 validation maybe enjoy the people itself
4: um i yes i'd agree but like like it's i agree that it's like the next step but i mean Mm. it's it's not like we don't really we're not too concerned about validation we're like Honestly, like we just made this team just to just to play games, just to get games in, and just to see see how we could compete and, and to, like have fun throughout the season. Like you said, we got like fans tailgating, and uh, we have like a good environment just around like around the stadium. Like there's like a little blow up mini soccer court with little kids playing, and it's just it's just kind of fun for everyone. And that's kind of what this whole thing is about. It's not just like we're not like in search of validation or anything. We're just here to like have fun and, and put in some goals.
0: Now let's talk about the jerseys a little bit because uh, stimulus athletic is our uh, title sponsor here at 10 k. so I know they made you guys' jerseys. Um did you guys have any input in the jerseys at all and and what was it like seeing the both seeing the the mock-ups for the first time and then actually getting them in your hands and being able to put them on for the first time. What was that like, Marco?
2: Oh they're amazing. I love them. They're so nice, especially the all white kit. If you if you were able to see that, those so nice and slick. Um, it's a bummer. I I thought we were gonna debut them, so we had to do a little quick change of plans. But yeah, I love the, the uniforms. I thought I think they look, uh, you know, just amazing. Um, but yeah, in terms of uh, putting our input. Um, I wasn't a part of that, but maybe um, Zinedine was and uh, Lul. But I thought they did a, an amazing job.
0: Yeah, Lua, what was it like from a, from a coaching standpoint, sort of seeing uh, that, you know, it's kind of that look good, feel good, play good philosophy, right? Like, you, you know, you want to make sure that not only are, are you putting out a good product in the pitch, but you, that your guys look good too. Um, so what was it like knowing that, okay, yeah, we're going to be competitive on the field, but we're also going to look good doing it?
3: Yeah, for sure, you know. If our our players really like the jerseys, you know, and that's that's just one step in the coaching process, making sure your players are happy. So it makes if that helps them play better, it's, we're doing our job right. So I want to talk a bit about the,
0: the the broadcast, at least for your first home game. There, CCX Sports, I believe, was the company who did it. it this most professional-looking yep. lower league soccer broadcast I've ever seen in my life. Um, have you gone back initially? I mean, obviously you guys watch film, but have you guys been able to kind of go back and kind of watch that? And what were your thoughts knowing like, oh, our home matches, or our home matches are, are broadcast like this, like professionally. That's got to be another thing to, that's just kind of super cool for you guys to have.
3: Yeah, for sure. You know, like just even going back and trying to watch film, that helps us a lot because that, you know, the little highlights that they do afterwards. It just everything they do is really professional and we loved it.
0: All right. Give us some, uh, you know, give us some takes, maybe some uh, some predictions, some expectations moving forward. Marco, uh, what does uh, what do you expect uh, for the rest of the season from Joy Athletic?
2: Just uh, entertaining soccer. That's all. We're going to bring in entertaining soccer to the people of uh, Minnesota and in in our region, in our conference. So just be be on the watch because we're on the rise and it's only up from here.
0: All right, joyathleticclub.com. Follow them on Twitter, I believe, at joyathletic and Instagram as well. Look them up. Support them. Buy a GOAT t-shirt. Uh, just just help any way you can. Joy Athletic, the newest team in the NPSL North, obviously a branch of uh, Joy the People doing great work in the uh, youth and developmental soccer scene here in the Twin Cities. Marco Corona-Duran, Zinedine Creighton, and assistant coach Minas. thank you so, so much for joining 10K this week. We appreciate it, and best of luck the rest of the way, guys.
2: Awesome! Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for
0: having us. Big thanks again to Lul, Marco, and Zinedine from Joy Athletic Club for joining the show this week. Very uh, excited to talk to them, and uh, they kick off our on tap segment as they uh, travel down to Rochester, take on Med City on Friday, and NPSL North action um, kickoff from RCTC Stadium set for 6:45 p.m. So, if you're in the area, some great NPSL soccer to check out there. On Saturday, a couple matches. Eris back at their new temporary home in Arcadia High School. Uh it's a welcome to welcome Duluth FC for a 4 p.m. kickoff. And then the Dakota Derby, the first edition of 2021, has Dakota Fusion.